Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nuts podcast. As always, your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. Tonight, I am once again joined by my co-host, Joe Farrow, on Twitter. That is at the Joe Farrow. Joe, we have basketball. We are currently recording halftime of the Nets' first preseason game. How are you doing, my man? Uh, I'm doing great. It feels awesome to watch Nets basketball again, especially seeing like how well we looked in the second quarter and seeing all the different ways we were able to utilize a lot of the new guys on the team. Uh, it looked good for the most part. Obviously rusty to start off, but that's going to come with the territory, especially when two of your five starters haven't played in over a year. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they've looked great for the most part. Uh, it's exciting for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure you guys can tell if you're listening. I'm sure, Joe, you can mention. I'm a little under the weather, but besides oh, cool. that, a little sick. But, man, they did training camp, and they came out, started. Kind of the lineup I think everyone anticipated. Wasn't sure if it would be Royce yeah. O'Neal or Joe Harris, but Steve Nash went with Joe Harris. Makes sense. Kind of his job to lose, I would say. Yeah. For- um, the first quarter was pretty ugly. <laughs> I mean, like you right. said, Ben Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, they looked noticeably rusty, particularly in the half court. Yeah, um, I feel like the Nets didn't score a single point in the half court in like the entire first quarter. Yeah, it was pretty. Rough. Every everything was in transition, which is good. Like the half court offense is going to take some time. They got to play with each other. That's why preseason. Is here. The Nets are taking it a little more seriously than other teams. Steve Nash said, um, expect the starters to play about 15 to 20 minutes and to build up from there throughout preseason, which usually you don't see. Yeah. Um, most teams don't build up their stars in preseason. Obviously, Billy has Joel and B, James Harden out. What's up? I said, not anymore, at least. That used to be a thing, but when load management started to creep in. Ever since then, right. we haven't really seen much of it. So I think the Nets realize that, like, they need to play together. <laughs> they haven't played together as a whole unit. Um, and, I mean, it showed in that first quarter. Like I said, it was expected. Joe Harris, his first two shots were both air balls, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they were. Um, yeah. My DMs got very loud about it. <laughs> bro, a little side note. I have so many Philly fans in my mentions right now. Like, bro, it's preseason. Get off Ben Simmons' jock, like, 
Come on, man. He hasn't played for you guys in over a year. Like, get over it. You don't see me following Philly accounts to talk shit about James Harden. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but Kyrie Irving, I want to talk about him real quick. Uh-huh. He posted on Instagram today. I just want to read it. I'm sure everyone has seen it by now. Um, of his daughter. Captioned. My princess told me, don't you mess around this year, daddy. Everyone will be watching uh, season 12, Infinity Sign. I love you, as do Elizabeth. Kyrie Irving is bought in, man. Like, he was playing harder on defense than I think I've ever seen him play in his preseason. Yeah, and he's he, he really, diving on the floor. Mm-hmm. He, he really did. Like, he's fighting for loose balls. He's out-rebounding the power forward on the 76ers. I don't know who it was. It might have been Paul Reed. He's like, he's yeah. jumping with him for rebounds, and he's grabbing them over him. He's, he's looked very good on the defensive end. He's looked very good in, like, the loose ball situation. He's deferring the ball, a lot of ball handling opportunities to Ben Simmons so far. I mean, he's, he's looked very good, and he looks fully bought in, like you said. Yeah, I mean, he's just playing super hard. Like, yeah. he, he's always going to have his disgusting highlight layup package or shoot his crazy fadeaways or his ball handling. Yeah, we already, saw one, we already saw one of the nice-ass layups earlier, too. Yeah, the little shimmy to the left. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> but, like, he's always had that. Yeah. But to see him that bought in on the defensive side, he's got a different mindset. No doubt. No doubt. He looks awesome. I'm just going to go down the line. Let's talk about everyone. Kevin Durant, he looked like his typical self. Yeah. No one's guarding him. Getting to his spots on the floor. Um, he had that one corner three where Claxton like lost the ball six times, <laughs> the one floor, really slapped awesome. it out to him in the corner, and he got a KD smile out of it. Um, he looks engaged. Like My main thing with him is body language right now. After the summer, we knew Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. Top five player in the world, whatever. But he was talking with Steve Nash during a free throw. He's high-fiving with Joe Harris. Like, he's definitely also engaged in the game. Um, I know he kind of said in his press conferences, like at media day, I didn't miss any practices. I didn't miss any games. I've always been here. Let's move on. And I think he's showing that. His uh, actions on the court are speaking for that. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he looked, he left a few jumpers short early, but then once he, once it's it, all of the nets really came out pretty slow. But oh, Kevin Durant, just like the rest of them, like once, once he got into his groove, he's, he, he was Kevin Durant of old that we were all expecting. And he, he's, he's also looked very good. He's also competing on the defensive end. He's, he missed a few assignments on defense. I will say that, but he was showing effort on the, on the like trying to get back to contest shots. So, you can't really complain about anything. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the world. Yeah, I think I said this, but I'm not. I'm not positive. We are recording at halftime of this game. Man, you, I your, believe... head, your head is fucked up, huh? You already did. <laughs> yeah, but I believe the starters are most likely done. With yeah, Joe. I don't think they're coming back. Yeah, they said Steve Nash said likely under twenty minutes, like a under twenty minutes. He said so. And they both they all played a good amount in the first half, so I'd expect it to be the Cam Thomas show in the second half, and I cannot wait to tune into that. Yeah, so KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons are all at 19 minutes. Yeah. Um, the Nets went with an eight-man rotation in that first half. 
The only guys to get him off the bench was Royce O'Neal, Dayron Sharp, and Patty Mills. Obviously, Seth Curry and TJ Warren are not active, but none of the Nets sophomore players besides Dayron got in there. No Cam, no Kess, no David Duke. I'm sure we'll see them all in the second half. Um, let's talk about Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. First, I'm just I'm happy for the guy that he gets back on the court, um, healthy. First important thing is that. Besides that, um, he looked good on defense. Uh, he looked good in transition. Like I said, the half-court offense struggled a little bit. I did like when Nash, that last four minutes of the half, kind of had Ben playing at the five. Mm-hmm. That's when a little run. The floor spacing was much better than him and Claxton together or Dayron. So I do think the Nets will definitely utilize that during the season. Um, but Ben line six points, five assists, four rebounds. I mean, he's going to almost average a triple-double in my opinion, and he's kind of showing it right now. Yeah, probably. I think I said on a previous podcast a couple of months ago, I think I said I wouldn't be shocked if Ben Simmons were to average a triple-double of like 14, 11, and 10 this year. Like It would not shock me whatsoever. Um, cause that's what he does. He stuffs the stat sheet and that's not even like, those are just regular counting stats. Like when you actually watch him on the floor, like he, he did have like a turnover or two with a couple of sloppy passes, but then at the same time, he also made a couple incredible passes. One like flashy over the head dump off to Claxton who was trailing, who finished it with a layup and then cross court pass out of the post to Joe Harris. Oh uh, no, to Royce O'Neal for a three, and then Royce, he, had dri- yeah. he had a dribble handoff to Joe Harris for a three. They Ben looked very, very good, and it was awesome to see him back out there. But what I was saying was, after the turnover, he immediately got back on defense, followed uh, Matisse Thybul in transition, smacked the ball out of bounds, went off Matisse Thybul, and Nets got possession back. So he's playing hard, <clears throat> he's playing physical, and that's all you could ask for. He looked really good, especially for not playing in almost two years. I mean, at the end of that first quarter, he put Shake Millen in absolute jail. Like, oh, yeah. and Joe Harris both did. They clamped the shit out of him. Like, it was a very smart double team by both of them, for sure. Yeah. And <clears throat> Ben's been literally everywhere on offense. Yeah. Obviously, we just said he played the five a little bit. He was a primary ball handler, he was a primary screener in a pick and roll. He was in the post, he was in the dunker spot. Um, so I think when he said, I'm pretty sure he said immediately that he's going to be everywhere. He wasn't lying. And the Nets showed that in his 19 minutes tonight. He led the second unit at times when KD and Kyrie came out, which is kind of unexpected to me. I thought they'd maybe have like KD or Kyrie on that second unit, but it was Ben. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. It's And it was it's kind of similar rotation to how it was with James Harden. When he was here, yeah. how KD and Kyrie would come out, Ben would – or like Harden would stay, but now – Ben's kind of in that role and like it was limited minutes together like I would say if they all played 19 minutes probably like there was probably more minutes where they were separate than when when they were together on the floor of the big three but they still looked like good like they were working the kinks out regardless and I I really liked the way it looked in general no I agree completely I think mesh as well and good point that he's kind of playing that James Harden role where he's staying in when Seven Eleven comes out. Yeah, exactly. As the primary um, ball handler of the second unit. The player on the Nets that I was most impressed with, by the way, the second half is just about to start, and the Nets have unloaded the bench as anticipated. 
Um, the Nets are starting this half with Morris, Watanabe, David Duke, Edmund Sumner, and Cam Thomas. So as we anticipated, the, the starters Cam are Thomas. done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the starters are done after the first half. Um, Nick Claxton, man, a lot of Nets fans are worried that he was going to be the starting big. He looked really good to me. He definitely looks noticeably bigger and stronger. Yeah. Still got to add a little more muscle, but he was getting out in transition. He was dunking everything, playing mm-hmm. good defense. Um, him and Ben in transition were very good together. They kind of struggled in the half court, like I said before, but they were very good in transition together. Yeah, I, I completely agree. He showed – it looks for sure like Clax this offseason. He was in the weight room. He was taking <laughs> – he was taking corner three. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And he was working on post footwork. <laughs> Those were the three things that he was doing. Because he already had the rim running and dunking ability and he had the defense. Everybody knows that. But he looks like his footwork in the post looks very clean. He, I mean, we saw in... Uh, in a couple of videos that came out pregame that Ben Simmons was feeding uh, Nick Claxton for corner threes and Claxton was draining him. And then, and then we all, we already had mentioned that he looks like a lot bigger and he had said that he gained like 10 pounds of muscle this off season. So Claxton, he could be in line for like a Jared Allen type leap, like, once he got like when Jared Allen came into that one year where he actually like visibly noticeably put on some muscle and he became more reliable down low. And it was, it was awesome to see. I'm hoping the same could happen for Clax, but yeah, he, he looked really good. Another guy, I know you're going to, I know you were going to say him too, but Royce O'Neal has also looked really, really good, man. He, yeah. On the defensive end, he was fighting for he was fighting for a lot of uh, loose balls. He was playing gritty defense. He had a couple of – I believe he might have knocked down two threes, but he, he got yes, – he, he benefited off of some open looks. And then he was able to create for himself. He, uh, he, was filling, he was filling lanes. He was cutting the basket, taking little bounce passes, and he had this one wild finish getting, like, smacked across the head, leaning, yeah. bringing his arm underneath. I believe it was Montrez Harrell's arm and just, like – and with the flick of the wrist off the backboard, really nice layup and one for uh, for Royce O'Neal. But he he really did look tremendous in the first half. Uh, yeah, I, I was really impressed with both of them, honestly. And we're going to need both of them to really step up. Yeah, I mean, I think there's games when Royce O'Neal is – although he didn't start tonight, he's definitely going to be in the closing lineup sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
whether that's replacement of Joe Harris, whether the Nets play small against certain teams. But Royce O'Neal is going to be a very, very important role player on this Nets team. And it's why Sean Marks gave up the first-round pick for him, and I think it was definitely a smart move. A lot of fans were like, oh, why would you do that? Kevin Durant's leaving. No, like, he's the type of player that will keep Kevin Durant here, and Royce showed his value in his 17 minutes in that first half. Yeah, he looked. He really did look good. And, I mean, when you look at it, it's like you get a younger Jeff Green. In Correct. Minnesota. Yeah. You get a younger Jeff Green, and he looks awesome. So Maybe I'm not quite as athletic as Jeff, a yeah. little bit of spot-up shooter. But, yeah, same type of player. I agree. Yeah, very similar. Like, they're they're both there to knock down their open threes, play great defense, and they could both get to the rim. Royce O'Neal likely is not going to finish anywhere near the level Jeff Green was, even at 34 <laughs> years old. But he will get to the rim, and he'll be able to finish. Uh, Royce O'Neal's real gritty guy. It's like if you combine Jeff Green with, like, Bruce Brown, I feel like it's a good kind of – good kind of combo in Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Um, all right, last player to talk about real quick, Dayron. Um, Markeith Morris just knocked down a three. Man, I think Markeith Morris is going to end up being in the rotation, but we could talk about that after. Dayron, he's active, but he's, like, super raw still was my takeaway. Like, he's very active on the boards. But I don't know, man. He, he, he uses – he uses his hands too much on defense still. Yeah. Montrez Harrell was kind of eating him up. Oh, Montrez Harrell was getting under his skin bad. Like, yeah. you can tell. Yeah. They were both pissing each other off. <laughs> but, like, Dayrong was getting visibly <laughs> Dayron was getting visibly antsy and visibly pissed off. Um, yeah. And even it's like, I understand you want to get the ball in transition, but I feel like – did you notice after every time Philly would score, and especially if it was down low, Dayron would, like, grab the ball, sprint out of bounds, throw it in right away, and then sprint up past the up man? Like, he looked, like, skittish and, like, trying, like, to do too much at times to me. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. I mean, I know it was only, what, he played, like, seven minutes in the first half, I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he's ready to be a role player for the Mets yet. I think he still has talent. I think he still has upside, but he's still a project, in my opinion. Yeah. So no, I don't know I if agree. the Nets are going to address it with getting a big later or they're going to play small, but I don't think he's ready personally. Truthfully, I think that's where Mark Keith Morris comes in. I think that's his role. Yeah. I mean, if you need a guy I, to be an enforcer, which is what they want Dayron to be at this point, and you could run Mark Keith alongside Ben Simmons, absolutely try it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think when we uh, the Nets first signed Markeith, if he knocks down threes, he's going to play that Blake Griffin role. Yeah. If he can't, he's going to get benched like Blake Griffin did. I think it's as simple as that. So either way, he's playing the Blake Griffin role. <laughs> yeah, either way, he's Blake Griffin. He's either playing because he's knocking down threes or he's sitting his ass on the bench like Blake exactly. did because he was shooting 22% from three. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then real quick, Patty Mills. I don't. I mean, he's a great locker guy, locker room guy, great, great leader. Definitely plays an important role. But I truthfully, once TJ Warren and Seth Curry are back, especially in a playoff rotation, I don't see Patty Mills making the rotation. But I agree. He didn't really look too good tonight. He was forcing up a lot of shots. He was trying to force his handle as well when he could have looked for a pass. Um, yeah, he did have one uh, four-point play in the corner. 
But other than that, he didn't really look too great. It looked more like second half of the season Patty rather than first half of the season Patty again, which is unfortunate because yeah, I mean, I... we love Patty over here, man. He's awesome. But, like, yeah. I mean, and obviously we're not going to base everybody off of one preseason game. Like, who knows, next game or even game one of the regular season, Patty could come out and knock down four threes on six attempts and Dayron could have a double-double off the bench. Like, we'll be eating our words, but it's like it's preseason. It's the first time we're seeing the Nets, so we're we're here to overreact a little bit, but also, <laughs> but also, oh um, yeah, also have fun with it. Yeah, I mean, I I could see Patty playing a role next to Ben Simmons in the regular season, hundred percent. Yeah, um, I I can't see him playing next to Kyrie. Unfortunately, we saw that in the playoffs the last year, and they're just too small. Like, but. He could definitely coexist next to Ben because obviously Ben could be the primary ball handler. Ben's 6'10", 6'11", so he could coexist there. But I don't know. I don't see it next to Kyrie personally, but we'll see. I agree. No doubt. I do want to say one thing about Philly, man. Tyrese Maxey is really, really good. Yeah, he's the real deal. (laughs) Yeah, he was – I mean, Philly was just hot in general from three, but Maxi, man, he's he going to be a problem. He scored their first 10 points, and he had, like, 14 points and four assists on, like, 75% shooting in, with, like, three minutes left in the first quarter. He was going nuts. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's going to be a problem. But, yeah. Joe, I, all I can say, man, is we talked about bullshit for five months. I don't care if it's preseason. I'm just so glad to actually have basketball. Even if it was only 19 minutes of the big three and now it's the bench guys, I don't care. Absolutely. I think we we both love basketball and I think we're both just so happy to finally go talk about basketball again for what? The next eight months, seven months? Yep. What I'm, what I, what I am more than happy about is this is my last Brooklyn Nets game that I will have, that I won't have the ability to gamble on. <laughs> True. I'm very excited for that, and yes, I will be a degenerate and be taking Nets money line in all of the preseason games. <laughs> it's gonna happen, starting after tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> there was people. Uh... Hedging their themselves last year. I remember seeing on Nets Twitter, it's like, oh, if the Nets are going to suck, I'm going to bet against them. So as long as if they lose, I'll be somewhat happy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be one of those guys, Joe, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, as soon as tomorrow – so tomorrow is my 21st birthday. I will be putting money on the Nets to win the championship tomorrow. Hell yeah. And then looking forward past that, the Nets were the worst team in basketball against the spread last year, Cody. So, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Nets were just a dumpster fire last year. Forget the spread. <laughs> no, I'm saying in general, they really were the worst team against the spread. And once I found out that information, that's when I started picking all of the losses in a row last year. And I was like, all right, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the spreads. I'm like, oh, the Nets are expected to win by 14 points today. They're losing. They're going to lose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, man. I'm going to go watch the rest of this game. Keep uh, keep an eye on these young guys that are going. The non-guaranteed deal players. But uh, anything else you want to mention real quick? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm ready, to, uh, I'm ready to watch the rest of 
the Nets, and then also keep an eye on Monday Night Football watching Matt Stafford and Jimmy G throw up a stinker. Yeah, I got the uh, – I actually just bought an iPad today just so I could watch the Nets on it through the Yes app. Yeah. And it couldn't have come at a better day because NBA TV blacked out the game, even in Connecticut. Like, So could not have come at a better time. No, you know what I tried real quick for, for all the listeners? I got – so I had bought the deluxe edition of NBA 2K. And with that, you get the free league pass. So when it asked me for my zip code, <laughs> I put in, San, <laughs> I put in San Antonio so that they wouldn't black out the nets. <laughs> Did it work? No. <laughs> I was going to say your IP definitely shows that you're in Jersey. <laughs> I know, but then why would it ask me for my zip code? It, it, it was telling, and it said like, you won't be able to watch these games. So I put San Antonio. I was like, I'm nobody's watching the fucking Spurs. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about the Spurs. Fuck, no, that's mad funny. If you buy that shit, it work. Get, a, get like a VPN if you really I got know, that. I know, I'm going to have to get a VPN because the Yes app is always like 50 seconds behind. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, it's tough, but I think it was actually pretty good tonight. Yeah, so. no, it was good tonight because I think a lot of people were watching on the Yes app. So, like, all yeah. my notifications were kind of in line. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to see the uh, Nets on Yes crew. We are missing Ian Eagle. Can't wait for Eagle. Obviously, one of the best commentators in all of sports, not oh, just yeah. basketball. He does everything. The man's everywhere. But, yeah, like I said, it's just great to have basketball back, man. Uh, it did suck realizing tonight that Grady wasn't there anymore. That I realized Ooh. that, like, during, like, the pregame activities. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really going to miss Grady. <laughs> yeah, Grady was uh, – He went to Minnesota. Yeah, he went to Minnesota. No, I was saying Grady was great, obviously, part of the crew. Yeah. But Megan Triplett, welcome aboard. She was to great tonight, too. That's on the S. Yeah, her interview with Steve Nash was very good. I enjoyed it very much. So then uh, the Yes crew just keeps finding talent. It's all that matters. What matters? All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Joe and Cody. Once again, we started recording at halftime of tonight's preseason game. We are just so excited that the Nets are finally playing basketball again. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.